Hey, greetings to all the patriotic Americans. This is Colonel Allen West, and you're listening to Arms Room Radio. And stand at attention when I'm talking. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. With Mike, Kevin, and Earl, concealed carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here, and you can connect with the guys at armsroomradio.com. Tweet, message, email, snap, or mind mail with them right now. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast, and around the world. Now, here's Mike. Hey, welcome to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios and Location Bravo. Here we are at Location Bravo. Uh, we promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. My name is Mike. Let me go around the room real quick, introduce you to my fellow patrons. <laughs> that won't take long. <laughs> okay. well, we are, we're in a smaller bunker than normal. It's a smaller bunker. It's a, it's an, and we will give you some, uh, we'll give this, you some more. This uh, is just to survive the initial... Catastrophe. Oh, yeah. You don't live in here. No, no, no. This is just for the storm to pass or right. the actual explosion. The hatch below you goes down to the regular living quarters. This is just the, you know, the public area, kind of. That, but that hatch opens out. Well, yeah. And? <laughs> it, you don't want to have a hatch that opens out if that's your ingress and egress. Well, that's where I sent people to go check and make sure everything's good. No, no, you should have it open in. Open in, open in. Yeah. There we go. Now, having an overpressure hatch—that's one that's thing. That's true. But, that's but true. That—that's not a good idea. No. When this falls on it, you're going to be—I <laughs> can't open the door. Yeah. <laughs> you open the door, you can cut a hole in it with a chainsaw. You keep in the bunker. <laughs> yeah. Hey, on my right, the right-hand man, the great, 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 great grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome him back. His name is Earl. Doctor Corbett. Yeah, surprise! I made it back. Yeah, you, sir, were not supposed to be here. In fact, um, no, I wasn't. I, I talked to you yesterday, and I because uh, you know when we left off, you Makes had me uh, mad because they cashed my check. <laughs> <laughs> you, you had uh, you had some extended work you're going to be doing, doing yes. some uh, some some FEMA kind of stuff, taking the trailers around to the detention centers, yeah, or whatever it was you were doing. Um, and uh, you couldn't, you weren't going to be able to be here because you had you had to work twelve hours every day for the next uh, couple weeks. Yeah, at least. So. And then uh, that lasted uh, six or seven hours. Uh, well, no, actually, it lasted uh, 13.5. 13.5, okay. Uh, yeah, at the end of the day, Monday, they said, oh, yeah, the other terminal sent too many drivers, so it's quicker and easier to send you back rather than send him home. Honestly, I thought it was going to be one of those, yes, because you're on this special government contract, you don't have to obey speed limits. Carl's <laughs> like... You ever seen somebody drift an 18 wheeler? <laughs> I've I've done that. Yeah, I, 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 that's why I'm bringing it up. Like <laughs> Fred, hang on to your head. Yeah, Here we go, snowman. I just figured it was uh, 
they, the, the, the truck driving industry had finally caught on, and they were going to let you work from home. <laughs> I wish that would have been nice. <laughs> yeah. Yep, you just uh, you work from home there, uh, Mr. Earl. Okay. Well, you know they they can fly drones. Why can't they fly trucks? Exactly, exactly right. That's a big drone. <laughs> hey, on my left, the courtroom assassin, the legal ninja, maximum effort, attorney Kevin Maxwell. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. How are things in the uh, in the world of law this week? How are they going? Well, I'm waiting for the courts to open. Yeah, uh, what do we got? To Florida's got a, or at least Central Florida it was. What did I say? A June first date? It looks like that's. Well, I don't think so because I'm getting notices from different courts that the hearings that are going to be in the first two weeks of June are going to be by Zoom. Oh, so okay, okay. Apparently, that's uh, while the court may be open, it's not open, open. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Yeah. It's a soft opening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like an out of town preview. Right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah, they're going to check like it out. going to the Catskills before yeah. you go to... Yeah. I did hear the first two weeks, though, you can get, like, a, you know, two-for-one time off, you know, for good behavior, just, you know, as part of the... And popcorn. It's like a coupon. Yeah, you get a coupon. Oh, nice. Coupons yeah. are good. Yeah, get you a coupon. Well, that's good. It's good. To, it's good everybody is doing well, and, 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 and most of the country appears to be coming out of this, except for, and we'll get to some of it, some sections of the country, <coughs> some bluer sections of the country... Are fighting coming out of it because Look, they're holding their breath. Yeah. <laughs> well, holding breath and holding control, you know. So it's it's definitely definitely going on. So it's uh, it's we go, we have some words about if the governor tells you 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 or the the city tells you you can't open your business and you open your business and you get sentenced to five days in jail for showing disrespect to your city council and the governor lets you out. And then they send children and family services to your house. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Makes me wish I had a license there because <laughs> I've had I've played that game with yeah. DCF in Florida, and you know what? I actually like use them. I was planning to sell a baby one time. <laughs> By the end of that case, <laughs> the judge said, "Miss Maxwell, you go and have your uh, your adoption hearing." And everybody's like, "Go oh, there, throwing a fit." And she goes, "No, no. Everybody else, stop talking." <laughs> now I believe him. <laughs> okay. hey, folks, you want a you want a you want a defense that uh, is going to make a judge shake their head and go, okay, all right. My hand to God, yours and mine. <clears throat> I walked in that room and I was listening to what they were saying. <clears throat> they were lying to the court. I went outside. I called the criminal attorney that was involved in the case, asked him if what they had said was true. He said no. I went back in, interrupted the case that was going on, made the clerks for me in, and called the lawyer for DCF a liar under oath. I came back in the next day for a different case. This judge was brand new on the bench. Yeah. The deputy walks over to me and sits down. He's got his cell phone in his hand. He goes, hey, man, what are you doing here today? And she goes, did she text you? She says, yeah, she must know what the hell you're doing here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's, uh, that's, listen, you, you, you want the defense. That's the place you come get it. This place come get it. Max Law Orlando, telling you that. And if you're in one of them other states, if you're out there, listen, I know you're in Michigan. I know you're in Washington. I know you're in Delaware. Oh, by the way, Delaware, how do you survive knowing that Biden is from there? I mean, <laughs> sorry. It's just, it's just. It's called plausible denial. <clears throat> he altered his birth certificate just like oh, Obama did. Man, it's just <laughs> this guy. Listen, we've got like a minute or two, two, three minutes left. I don't want to jump off onto the Biden bandwagon too bad. But, you know, I think we talked about it last week. The the reason that he was staying kind of even here in his polling and his numbers is because he kept his mouth shut 
Well, look what he went and did yesterday, or was it the day before, or yesterday. He went and opened his mouth. i got to tell you something. I saw way funnier than anything else I've seen. I like to watch TikTok, okay? And <laughs> there's, there's, a girl, girl. there's a girl. There's a girl. There's a girl, and she's probably in her mid-20s. And she, there, there's a thing on TikTok where you do a picture of yourself now. Right. In the pose that you were in when you were a child. So okay. it'll be a, a, a dad holding his six foot, eight foot son on his hip because I, he's holding the kid as a baby. I actually want to see. Okay. Earl's got one of him and, uh, and, and then the great, 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 great grandson. Right. I want to see that so, one. Yeah. This girl no. sits down. My back's not strong she, enough. And she puts her arms around this nasty garbage can. Yeah. And they and the, then the previous picture pops up, and it's her with her arms around Joe Biden's neck, and she's like three years old. And I was like, "Oh snap!" Yeah, that'll do it. Yeah, that was. Yeah, the, do, she's do. still in counseling. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah she had a. Yeah. And then you know you'll see a guy with a yard implement, not a rake. But uh, but a hope. Yeah. Hey, listen. Uh, we got plenty of plenty of good show coming up for you. We're gonna we're gonna jump right back into talking about some uh, teacher in Pennsylvania. I think we're gonna talk to you about next uh, segment. Uh, we've got Dr. John later in the hour and Major Bill next uh, next hour. So uh, stick around. You're listening to Arms Room Radio. The Kel-Tec Sub-2000 semi-automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity, not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. Kel-Tec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of GunTech USA. GunTech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love bourbon? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love whiskey? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love America? Boundary Oak Distillery. Then you'll love Boundary Oak Distillery. With names like Patton Armored Diesel, Sinful 69, and Lincoln Straight Bourbon, you can't go wrong. Boundary Oak Distillery. Located in the hills of central Kentucky, Boundary Oak Distillery is the first licensed distillery in Hardin County since Prohibition. Boundary Oak Distillery. Boundary Oak Distillery is a proud supporter of military service members and their families. Boundary Oak Distillery. 
Learn more today about Boundary Oak Distillery and where you can get some at BoundaryOakDistillery.com. That's BoundaryOakDistillery.com. Boundary Oak Distillery. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says, we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them it's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Mike. The following segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you like bourbon? Do you like America? Then you'll like Boundary Oak Distillery. Go to BoundaryOakDistillery.com to learn more. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio. Coming to you live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. Location Bravo. We are... Uh, we're still remote. We want to give you guys that. We're still, uh, we're still remote. We're at our, our new temporary uh, alternate uh, recording facility. We are live. We're live with you again this week. So, It's not Memorex. Yeah, well, yeah, listen, that, you know what? That's, that's one of those signs of age, too, I, by the way. Yeah, you know, no, is it live I can't really say. I just yeah. told my age. Yeah. Um, if you, uh, we, we may, uh, I may send a picture up. Uh, we might do it here on one of the breaks. If you could see the high-speed, efficient layout of our electronics... <laughs> <laughs> right, right now, it's going to give you a hankering for a bowl of spaghetti. Oh boy! Um, listen, uh, I, I showed a picture to our producer Tom, and uh, he was like, "Ah, Rube Goldberg, you know? <laughs> Look at that! It's just, uh, it's, uh, it's a little bit everywhere." And I think I've got it uh, neatened up right now, straightened up, tidied up. Yeah, a little bit. So we uh, we might have to, uh, we might have to edit the photo when we send it. People don't want Kevin doesn't want people to see his face. <laughs> so we don't want to see his face either. Yeah. yeah. Something about uh, you know. Just... <laughs> well, it's, it's come not, on, it's come not on. That... He threw the beach ball up. I had to hit it. <laughs> it's not that they don't want to see his face here. It's Kevin. Kevin wants. Well, he's supposed to be somewhere else. So oh, okay. we don't want to ruin the alibi by putting the picture here. Ah, yeah, got it. Got it. Yeah. yeah, there we go. Alibi. The alibi. Oh, I should not be using legal words. Um, the uh, the. the... Uh, what is that? <laughs> Je ne sais quoi. Little je ne sais quoi. Yeah, no. Plausible deniability. <laughs> little plausible, there you go. Little culpable how do, negligence. How do you say yeah. je ne sais quoi? That certain something? That certain something. <laughs> yeah. uh, Mike's French. So. Je ne sais quoi. Yeah. My French is great. It's just the uh, translation was horrible. Yeah, right. <laughs> Let's be clear. Qu'est-ce que c'est? Couldn't understand what the word was asking me. Pennsylvania. You guys been to Pennsylvania? Pennsylvania, one of the... I have. You know, the, um, I think I've been through it. 
you know, cr cradle of our uh, uh, democracy, Declaration of Independence signed there, Constitution there, uh, written there, yet uh, it's going the other way. Let's say that. Yeah. It's going the other way. Uh, we have out of Pennsylvania, a Pennsylvania school board member. Excuse me, hey, Pennsylvania school board member. Hawk it up and you know, <laughs> spit up the hairball and let's get this over with. Well, it's all the cats running around in here. Yeah, yeah uh -huh. a, uh, Pennsylvania school board member threatened to shoot. Un, the unmasked resigns. Yeah, this is this, this this Pennsylvania school board member. We'll get into the details of this. She said, um, "Listen, if I go to anywhere, if I go to a store somewhere, and uh, and somebody's not wearing a mask, I'm going to shoot them." Because I think they're trying to threaten my life. I'm going to treat that as a as a danger to myself. <laughs> yeah, have another drink, so you can hock up the hairball. I told you, take the cat to the groomer. Don't <laughs> treat it like you're the mummy cat. <laughs> but I like to lick. Uh, yeah. Um, moving on. Let's see. Moving uh, on. Yeah. Well, they, it, I had to get that you taste started, out of my mouth. I, I did not. No, no, yeah, no, no, yeah, no. Yeah, no yeah. That's not what I meant. Kevin uh -huh. tells Kevin tells uh -huh. a story. Yeah. He, he was an army, uh -huh. army, actually an Air Force major, British bootstrapper. Oh. And we had been given some noni juice to try in these little tiny paper cups by the receptionist in the building where we were all working, and. We all, and there's probably 15 of us, and we all take a drink of this noni juice that she's trying to sell to everybody. Yeah. And, and I went, well, that was interesting. Uh, anybody know where I can find a cat? And said, what do you want a cat for? And this retired major United States Air Force, very straight late guy, says, so he can lick its ass to get this taste out of his mouth. <laughs> and, and that was exactly yeah. what I was yeah. looking for the cat for. <laughs> That's where I was going. I don't know where uh -huh. your perverted yeah. mind was yeah. going. Yeah, I sure. saved you. That was, uh -huh. me. Yeah. that was me saving you. All right, back on topic. Cat was the best girlfriend I ever had, by the way. Um, let's see, Pennsylvania school board member who threatened to shoot the unmasked resigns. Earlier this week, we told you about a doctor and a school board member in uh, Sellins Grove, Pennsylvania, who vented online about shooting anyone who got closer than six feet from her without wearing a mask. After, after Dr. Jennifer Rager... Dash K's Facebook post started getting attention in the community. She issued a sanctimonious and self-serving apology and vowed to remain on the local school board despite growing calls for her to resign. I love when you get these, uh, you get these, uh, uh, these apology sorry non-apologies. You got, sorry you got mad, but I was right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right, right, uh -huh. right. She says, I would like to publicly apologize to anyone offended by my recent post regarding the hypocrisy of those who refuse to wear masks yet walk around openly carrying guns. What? <laughs> what? Yeah. what? Where are you going? Uh, what? what? She says, I am in a profession where the threat of someone approaching me not wearing a mask while in the midst of a pandemic is equivalent to the threat against my life, just as it would be if they approached me with their gun drawn and pointed at me. Uh, no. You know, COVID-19 only has a, what, a 99.8% survivability rate it's 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 pretty low yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. <laughs> well you know about 85 percent of people shot survive it true actually yeah. what 85 percent of people shot walk out of the ho the uh, hospital under their own power in three days exactly exactly right so this this woman she believes that unless you're in vegas yeah unless you're in vegas yeah then it stays in vegas yeah yeah uh she believes that if you don't have a mask on then you're trying to kill her. Not only trying to kill her wearing an open carried firearm, which I guess the gun must have looked at her funny because it's sitting there. No, the gun didn't her. have a mask on. Oh, 
Oh, well, that's ah. different. Wouldn't that be a suppressor? Hmm. Probably a very poor suppressor. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. But it does alter the sound, and that makes it a suppressor, yeah. according to ATF. Yeah, yeah, even even, even if it's louder. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we have this woman who says, uh, yeah, you're walking around without a mask. I take that as a threat against my life. Uh, and then she also says that it's equivalent to, again, open carrying. Then she, since she changes her mind and says it's equivalent as if you were walking around with a gun pointing it at me. Yeah, no. No, not at all. I, I, I don't claim to be any type of marksman, but... Okay, I, uh, allow me. I claim you are a marksman. Okay. Well... You know, no, I've seen you shoot and yeah. beat me, yeah. which is hard. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. But, but I, w- the one thing I will say is if I have to actively engage a immediate threat, you have less than a 99.8% chance of walking away. Yeah, you're going to have to shoot me with a COVID bow and arrow for me to <laughs> think that that's going to be a threat to my life. And, and I'm going to have to have been hit once. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not, not a, oh, wait, that was dipped in COVID? Ow. Well, that was rude. You know, blow gun. You know, what, what, are you, what are you, lady, what are you talking about? Uh, Rager-K must have uh, been shocked that her non-apology went over about as well as her original comments, but the storm of criticism failed to blow over after her statement, and now the doctor's out. She's out. She's no longer no longer on the board there. What kind of doctor is she? Oh, she's a doctor of starting nonsense is what I mean. She's, she, <laughs> yeah. she's, a, she's, a, she's, not a, uh, she's not like our next doctor. Abnormal think, psychology, uh, which is basically a doctorate in a, uh, complaining. She's probably like a dentist, you know, not a no. real doctor. No, or, no or, I'm not going to say that about a dentist. Or maybe a doctor <laughs> of economics. I'm quoting a little uh, uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine there. So, uh, A Stellens Grove school board member and former Democratic State House nominee is resigning two days after her controversial Facebook post, saying she'd shoot anyone who came within six feet of her or her family without a mask. Uh, I, and then I found what was weird was she also said that her husband resigned effective immediately as the Snyder County Chief Public Defender. Huh? I don't like, uh, yeah, why doesn't she, you know, run it past hubby of her, uh, you know, to get a legal opinion on her decision to shoot anyone that just merely walks up to her less than six feet, not wearing a mask? Her second letter said, her second apology, this private social media post that Snyder Commissioner Joe Kant selected to capture and share, boom, I'm not going to take responsibility, look to her, I'm going to immediately throw somebody else under the bus. Uh, elected to capture and share, has confirmed that the state of affairs that prompted me to post it in the first place. Our society is so divided and entrenched with you, with the you versus me selfish mentality that we fail to recognize the level of hypocrisy this represents. Got that so far? She's saying hypocrisy and this level is nonsense. It's ridiculous. Uh-huh. Someone approaching me or my family not wearing a mask while in the midst of a pandemic and refusing to back off if asked represents a potentially deadly threat. Those who carry their rifles to rallies and protests speak so passionately about the right to personal defense are the same ones now attacking me for boldly asserting that I would meet a deadly threat with deadly force. Okay, remember the hypocrisy part? I thought she's wearing a mask. I thought she said potentially. She's wearing a mask. So why I'm being crucified for practicing the same rights given by the Second Amendment stands your ground and the Castle Doctrine. No, that logic means that we're taking her mask off. Yeah. Yeah. You're taking my gun, I'm taking your mask. That doesn't yeah. make any sense. Lady, you threatened to kill somebody because they weren't wearing a mask. You had nothing to do with your Second Amendment, open carry, 
castle doctrine, stand your ground, or anything like that. No, you, no you're a hypocrite. You're, you're a hypocrite POS is what you are. So, Hey, stick around. When we get back. we got the Dr. John Adeem, the chief surgeon of Arms and Radio, joining us after the break. Make your tactical rifle tactical and accessorize it with the latest gear from GunTech USA. Family-owned and operated, GunTech USA manufactures tactical accessories for AR-15 and AR-308 platform-style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality accessories for American shooting sports' favorite rifles. Choose GunTech USA for pistol grips, flash hiders, tactical scope mounts, slings, compensators, iron sights, and more. Keep your AR rifle cool under fire with GunTech USA's new free-floating handguards. To locate a dealer near you, order to check out their vast selection of parts, accessories, and gun tech swag, visit GUNTECUSA.com. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or have it done, make your tactical rifle tactical. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech USA, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment, the National Rifle Association, and the Wounded Warrior Project. Online at GUNTECUSA.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for 27 years and counting. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Earl. This segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by GunTech USA. For tactical excellence, check them out online at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios from Location Bravo. Before we move into our next guest, because we're going to give him as, as ever long as he wants, because we're just... In, it's a joy to be able to have guests back, and he's one of our favorites. So, Kevin, you have a follow-up from the last segment. We were talking about the Pennsylvania there, school there, board member. There's a photograph yes. that heads this story, and it is someone with pink nails, a, a, clearly an engagement ring of some form on their left hand, and they're holding what appears to be probably, would you say that's a Glock 17? So it's Earl, is what yeah. you're saying. Okay. Very good grip. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. yeah. But they have a hair tie around their left wrist. Clearly, that's a posed photo because no girl's going to go shoot with her hair down. It gets in her eyes. So she'd have pulled her hair back before she started shooting. Unless she's going to use that as a loopies trigger and wrap it around the back of that trigger oh. and go full auto with a Glock. Yeah, that's and not a lot of people do that anymore. No, so no. I think that's a posed photo. Staged photo? Yeah. More lies from the Pennsylvania right. Commissioner. More lies. Uh -huh. More lies. More lies. Yeah. Hey, on the line with us, we have uh, one of our favorite guests. The Chief Surgeon of Arms Room Radio, please welcome back to the program, Dr. John Adine. John. 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 You know, when people say I was an operator, I said, no, John's an operator. <laughs> John's an operator. <laughs> Dr. John, welcome back to the program, sir. How are you guys doing today? I just love that intro. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, Dr. John had nothing better to do today. Uh, Absolutely yeah, not. He's probably laying around trying to recover from a bike ride. Dude's a beast. Well, I'm not laying around, but yes, recovering from a bike ride. Definitely uh, got one in this morning. we got two more planned the rest of this weekend since it's a three-day weekend. Um, with the um, 
decrease in patient volume. I've done a little bit more bike riding than I would normally do, um, which is, I guess, a uh, you know a small positive from this COVID-19 mess. But uh, certainly, I'd rather be taking care of kids than riding my bike. Have there been? Just curious. I guess because of the, the lockdown and the quarantine, have there been less? emergency or you know, patients or is it more just more of an elective uh, issue that's that's uh, subsided yeah it's more of the elective stuff the emergency stuff happens all the time no matter what 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 you do you know i, I took care of a kid yesterday that sliced his leg open on a four-wheeler uh and but then i did an elective uh kid with uh, six toes we turned six toes and five metatarsals into five toes and five metatarsals listen um, if i had six toes dr john i'm just saying i'm keeping them because you know how many bar bets i'm winning with that I am winning. I yeah, but think. when you're six years old, you don't really think of that. Oh, well, no, this kid have... was one, and the problem okay. is with a foot like that, you can't wear shoes. Um, it's just too wide, and the toe stick, sticks out at almost 90 degrees. But, so but, this is something to allow, allow things to, you know, for the kid to be able to walk wearing shoes. But you're in Texas. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I've been in Texas. I grew up in this house. I'm not going to wear shoes till you're almost in eighth grade anyway. Yeah but, yeah, but John lives in the city. I so, guess. <laughs> so he's, he's not in the rest of I, Texas. Well, or as I should say, probably, I reckon. I reckon. I reckon. <laughs> right. Or else you're sitting here nodding anyway. at it going, yeah, that's... Uh, Yelling too? Yeah. Hey. John, let's, uh, let's too, talk yeah. some COVID first because um, where we wanted to have you on, it, it's, just, it's just we weren't able to make it happen, uh, you know, doing remote and, uh, and having to pre-record sometimes. So now that we're, we're finally live, uh, and I know you're 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 not uh, you know virologist. You're 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 not you know into you know infectious diseases, but you're still a, one of the top respected surgeons in your field, and you have to deal with this every day. What's what's your general feeling on you know this pan this pandemic that we're we're going through right now? Boy, you know, there's so much information out there on, on the medical side. Um, you know, this is a real thing. Um, it kills people. It tends to kill people who are older and have. Uh, multiple risk factors. It's less of an issue with children and young adults. Uh, we know that half the people who have had it were asymptomatic and never even knew they had it. So when they're doing the antibody studies, they actually find that uh, you know uh, half the people who are positive with antibodies never even had a history. Uh, I, I did recently, see that this, we, we, this week. Go ahead. I saw. John, I saw that this this week it was actually in the past day or two. Is that um, yeah that you know that they thought when we started doing the testing, and that's the testing that you saw everywhere else is they tested the people that were sick. But because we're in America and we can make tests, I guess we're going to test everybody in the country. Is what it looks like. That those numbers just over the past week or two have climbed from 15% to 35% to like you just said, about 50% are showing the antibodies that have been completely asymptomatic. Right. Well, you have to understand there's two different types of tests. There's the, there's the uh, uh, RNA prelim, polymerase test, and that's actually looking for active viral particles, and that's the nasal swab thing that you've seen, you know, where they drive up and the people are wearing their spacesuits and they stick the swab in the nose, and that's testing for an active viral infection. Okay. And okay. then the second test is the antibody test. And the antibody test tells you that you've been exposed to the virus and that your body has reacted to it, making antibodies, which... You know, according to who you talk to, uh, should kill the the, um, the virus. Although you know they're hedging their bets, right. and the reason they're hedging their bets is because they can't prove for sure that um, 
you know, that, uh, you know, the antibodies kill the virus. However, a very good friend of mine had the coronavirus, and she's been donating plasma to people to, you know, basically giving her antibodies to people who were sick with, sick with coronavirus, and they're getting better. So to me, that tells me that, guess what? If you make antibodies to this virus, your antibodies are probably going to be protective and you're probably going to be immune. You know, remember, the, the big... Go ahead. One of the other things we saw was that if you have the antibodies, and that's what, you listen, that's, uh, you know, my, my high school biology even tells me that if I have the antibodies, it tells me I have some level of resistance or I experienced it, whether I was asymptomatic or not, but that makes me... Uh, you know, more immune from it for the next time. It's kind of like folks think about your chicken pox. If you had it, you develop those immunities for it. Well, then we saw right. from we, we saw from a, one crowd of the medical people that, well, if just because you have the antibodies doesn't mean you can't get it again. And again, I, I saw this week, they said, well, you're, the the testing where you're showing the antibodies later is, is is basically your body just ridding itself of the remainders of what you had during uh, when you were you were uh, when you were actually infected. So it, it seems right. like, again, lots and lots of, uh, of, of, of contrary information that's out there. Right. For instance, you know, the, the, there are some studies that show that you're shedding virus in, in, in your feces for weeks after you've, quote, unquote, been, you know, asymptomatic with a, with a, a symptomatic infection. So, so, you know, you, you, don't, you don't know exactly how infectious you are, how long you're infectious. You know, we had all these studies that showed how long things lasted on surfaces, but now recently they just came out with things as, well, it doesn't, come, it doesn't really survive very long on surfaces. You know, so, yeah, right, right. again, more conflicting information. You know, the bottom line is this is a new version of an old virus, and, right. and so there, there are some things that probably are, uh, you know, will make sense and will carry over from the old SARS, but there's a lot of new things. You know, and one of the things with this virus that we found is that it has a tendency to cause um, clots in the small blood vessels. And so we've had people who, you know, after a couple of weeks, they, uh, they have a heart attack and die. We had a police officer here in San Antonio who was in his early 50s just drop dead two weeks after, you know, being diagnosed with, with the COVID-19. Uh, right. People are having strokes, people who are having renal or liver issues. Uh, these are all uh, indications of, of the small vessels uh, get, having thrombosis. So, and this is something new. This is something new with these viruses. And so part of the treatment now is putting people on either aspirin or on uh, something called Lovenox, which is a low molecular weight heparin, which we right. use in you know, post-op blood patients thinner. if we yeah. do knee replacements. And so, yeah, it's a blood thinner. Right, right. And so, and so these are lessons that we're learning the hard way. A lot of people have died because, you know, they, they died of thrombotic um, illnesses. Although I went back and looked at some of the protocols they were using, like at Yale and stuff, and they had them on Lovenox. So they were actually treating, treating this. But, you know, when we look at who's dying from this, it's, it's, it's elderly people with lots of comorbidity. You know, exactly. The typical right. exactly. nursing home patient. We're, com we're coming up on the break. I want to come back to you. I know people are—they've are, are, got the questions. They want to know about the medicine the president is taking, and they want to know about the the treatment with the ventilators. So uh, and we are, we are going to talk some guns, but 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 listen, you're our chief surgeon, so we got to ask you some medical questions. So sure, absolutely. If it's, all, if it's all cool, stick around. We, we're going to get back to you after the break, folks. You're listening to uh, Arms Room Radio coming to you live from Location Bravo. Dr. John Adine's on the line, and we'll be back soon. 
Kel-Tec PMR-30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! Thank you for calling Next Level Training. This is Jen. How can I help you today? Hi, Jen. This is Mike. Is this the home of the Next Level Training CERT SIRT training pistol? It sure is. Jen, do you have military discounts? Of course. How about law enforcement discounts? Law enforcement and military always receive 20% off of Next Level Training. Wow, that's awesome. What about if I'm an instructor? We also have specific packages designed exactly for instructors. Jen, what if I want to buy a lot of them all at once? Yeah, we offer volume pricing. Are the CERT pistols made in America? Right here in Washington State. Do the CERT pistols have a warranty? All of our CERT training pistols come with a one-year warranty. How can I purchase one? You can purchase one online anytime at nextleveltraining.com, or you can purchase one over the phone with me. Jen, can you answer one last question for me? Yeah. Will you go to the prom with me? Not a chance. Thanks for calling, though. If you want your very own CERT SIRT training pistol, just go to nextleveltraining.com. That's nextleveltraining.com. And be sure to tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. Got a question for the guys? Well, you can reach them by going to armsroomradio.com. Now, more Arms Room Radio live, coast to coast and around the world, with Mike and the guys and the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. The following segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by SnagMag, the premier concealed magazine holster. Check them out today at snagmag.com. That's snagmag.com. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. We're also coming to you from Location Bravo. Location Bravo. Now, I think I got to give that that's full credit to you, Earl. I'm pretty sure that wasn't was last week. Isn't isn't that what you called it? Location Bravo, Bravo. Location for Bravo. bourbon. Bravo for bourbon. Bravo for Bravo. Way to go, guys. Way to get back on the air. Don't ham it up. All, all, right, all right, all right. Hey, on the line with us, we have the Chief Surgeon of Arms Room Radio. We're talking with Dr. John Adine. Dr. John, uh, I think before we we, we left, we I, I said we wanted to talk about the, the 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 medication that the president is taking and how he beautifully trolled the, 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 the media over it. I guess, I guess we could talk about that. Uh, and then again, I want to talk to you about the, the ventilator, uh, the ventilator treatments. Ventilator, and, and, ventilator, yeah, ventilator. Yeah, ventilator. Ventilator. Uh, the ventilator treatments that uh, uh, Governor Cuomo was so fond of uh, needing 30,000 of them and then using 3,000 of them. All right. Well, the, the first thing, the, the drug that uh, the president's taking is something called hydroxychloroquine, and I think he's taking it with zinc. Um, 
and he's taking it as a prophylaxis. Apparently, his valet tested a positive. Um, and so there was some close contact there. So right, right. after discussing this with his, with his doctor, uh, they decided to go ahead and, and treat him prophylactically with the, uh, you know, with the hydroxychloroquine. Now, it's an old anti-malarial drug. It's been around since the 1940s. Right. I personally have taken it for arthritis because that's what this modern use is for the most part now b before this COVID-19 business. And so uh, it does have uh, some potential risk, especially if you have something called prolonged QT interval on your electrocardiogram, and okay. it can cause a fatal arrhythmia. But it, it, otherwise, it's pretty safe, and lots of people have been taking it for a long, long time. Um, you know, it's, it's mostly done for malarial prophylaxis. You know, you and I have had a conversation about malaria prophylaxis, you know, right. offline. Um, right. But, but you know, it's, it, it's something that's been used for a long, long time. And we also know that people who are on it, guess what? They don't get COVID-19. Which is uh, which is which is which is wonderful, and I know that's the reason that the president's taking. Let me let me let me ask let me ask you this, and Kevin's got a question for you also. Um, sure. The, um, the the immediate response we saw was well, obviously from the the the, the left medical staff was um, this is only something he should be taking if in a hospital or under direct observation during a uh, a trial run. John, you're 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 a naval doctor, naval surgeon. Uh, the same people that provide round the clock 24 7 follow the president around everywhere he goes kind of kind of kind of doctors um is he, is he getting that level of medical care as the president of the united states he's not getting inpatient care but he's got a doctor of his beck and call i mean <laughs> you know it, it, he's it, believe me Hello, i'm sure they president. did electrocardiograms on him before they started yeah. to make sure he didn't have any kind of issues and really you know if you're going to take this medicine it's probably not a bad idea to have an electrocardiogram beforehand um, and, and if you have a, if you have a prolonged QT interval, you probably shouldn't take hydroxychloroquine. Um, yeah, right. However, However, given his given his age and the exposures he's had to the public in general, wouldn't that be an appropriate treatment? Oh, absolutely, it's appropriate. Um, you know, it, it's it, it, and it's something that that many people. There are doctors that are taking this stuff. You know, in New York City, whether they're telling anybody or not, I can tell you they're taking it. In India, they use hydroxychloroquine as prophylaxis for this too. Um, and they, you know, all the healthcare professionals are, are you know, the nurses and stuff, uh, they're taking hydroxychloroquine. So, you know, the, the it's it's being made a more of a political thing than it is a, a true problem. You know, and we have studies. You know, the one out of the famous one out of France that showed that, uh, even though they were small studies, they showed that if you're taking azithromycin and hydroxychloroquine, you clear the virus within a few days. If you're only taking wow. hydroxychloroquine, the virus starts to go down after you know five days, and if you don't, and if you don't take anything, it may take ten days. So, so it's an effective treatment based on small studies. The other thing is it's, it's effective early on. It's not effective when you're on the ventilator, okay? It's, okay. That's, that's a whole different thing because when you're at that level, then you're dealing with your immune system going crazy, and that's what's going to kill you. Uh, and, and that's called a cytokine storm, and there's a, there's a lot of data out there on that as well. Um, so if we want to get into ventilators, um, you know, early on we were putting a lot of people on ventilators. It was interesting that people were – 
we're we're walking and talking and having you know oxygen saturations in the 70s and 80s, which is almost unheard of. Right. You know, normally they start getting nervous when your oxygen saturation gets below 90. Right. And there are people with 80. You know, unless you're a chronic, you know, uh, you know, uh, emphysema patient, you're not going to see that kind of somebody kind with of COPD, levels. something like that. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So, so if you have COPD, yeah, maybe you have low oxygenation. But you know, they were putting people on ventilators, and, and the high pressure ventilation was bad. Uh, it actually damaged the lungs and, and was a problem. Uh, a lot of uh, places are now putting people on something called ECMO. It's extracorporeal membrane oxygenation. So basically, it's a heart-lung machine. So what they do okay. is they, they shunt your blood, run it through a machine to oxygenate it, to let your lungs rest while this thing runs its course. And, Isn't and then that another the problem, John, is that when you begin to have those kind of respiratory problems, you just wear out. You just get too, uh, your body gets too tired. You can't fatigue. keep breathing. So the, yeah, the ventilators actually help that, but that's not the issue with these people. They they don't wear out. What they do is they just they're not oxygenating. And if we go back and look at the the micro clotting thing. They get microclotting in in their capillaries in their lungs, and that's what they're they're ventilating. They're not exchanging, and that's the problem. They have low oxygen because they're not able to to um, exchange gases because of the microclots. Um, so you skip it's, it's, the lung. It's a very process. weird thing. It's a very weird thing. This is this is new. You know, it's a new disease. So you skip the lung process, go straight to direct oxygenation of the blood solve the problem, quit worrying about trying to oxygenate the blood through the lungs, and do right. away with that step. And then there's, Very much there's like you'd give amino acids to somebody who needed protein right. but couldn't digest food. Right. So, yeah, and there's another thing that, that this is actually what kills a lot of people, something called the cytokine storm, and that their immune system just goes crazy trying to kill this thing, and they release all kinds of uh, chemical, like interleukins and, you know, uh, there's all kinds of factors that, that, and that's what actually ends up killing the patient, not the virus itself, but kind of a haywire immune system thing. And one of the treatments for that is very high dose intravenous vitamin C. Um, so, you know, and, and, you know, so, you know, the kind of things that we can do short of, you know, taking hydroxychloroquine, uh, vitamin D has, has a, uh, an effect on, uh, preventing uh, viral and bacterial infections. So if you have low vitamin D, you need to take supplements for vitamin D. Zinc is also good. Uh, vitamin C. So you can take vitamin C, zinc, yep. and, and uh, vitamin D. That will at least help keep your immune system in a, in a pretty decent place. I've heard um, the vitamin C story for, for a while. In fact, I know a lot of people, that's always been the thing that they go to as soon as the, they start to get sick. Right. Uh, Dr. John, we're running up on the end of the hour. Let me ask you this, and I don't, if you don't want to answer, go right ahead, uh, or, or don't answer. Um, this, this COVID-19, uh, it's, it's lethality versus last year or the year before's flu. Uh, less, same, or, or above? It's probably a little bit above, but not much. It's not worth shutting down the entire economy for. And the other thing is we're doing stuff that we've never done before, which is to, to put under house arrest the healthy people. It doesn't yeah. make sense. There's something fishy absolutely. going on here. And so we need to not. really look at this. This is a whole other topic we could talk about for another hour. 
<laughs> next week. Next week we will. Tell tell everybody where they can find out about DRGO. Yeah, we're at DR. It's Doctors for Responsible Gun Ownership. We're at DRGO.us. We also have TwoAdoc.com, which is our matching service. If, so if you're looking for a two-way friendly doctor, go there, TwoAdoc.com. And we're also looking for doctors that are two-way friendly people, and you can sign up there. It's free and confidential. Folks, Dr. John Nadine, if he's not on call next week, we'll have him back. If not, he's back the week after that. You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios location. Bravo. Until next hour, please exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you aren't ready, get ready. If you are ready, stay ready. Remember, keep your head on a swivel. The Deltec Sub-2000 semi-automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity, not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. If you carry concealed, how do you carry your backup magazine? On your belt? Loose in your pocket? Not at all? Snag Mag is the solution. It's the original concealed pocket magazine holster that looks like you're carrying a pocket knife. Concealed in plain sight and designed for a fast reload, you can be confident your backup ammo is exactly where you need it when you need it. Find your holster today at snagmag.com. That's snagmag.com because there's no such thing as extra ammo. Hey, greetings to all the patriotic Americans. This is Colonel Allen West, and you're listening to Arms Room Radio. And stand at attention when I'm talking. Hey, everyone. This is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. With Mike, Kevin, and Earl, concealed carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here, and you can connect with the guys at armsroomradio.com. Tweet, message, email, snap, or mind mail with them right now. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast, and around the world. Now, here's Mike. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios, location Bravo. My name is Mike, I promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. I do not do this by myself. On my right is the right-hand man, the great-great-great-great-great-great-grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome back, his name is Earl. Talk to corporate, approve memos, lead a workshop, remember birthdays. Ah, good to be back, good to be back. Always Always a joy to have you here, sir. Yeah, always a joy to have you here. On my left, the courtroom assassin, the legal ninja, maximum effort attorney Kevin Maxwell. 
Thank you. And, and so you'll stop making that face. Always a joy to have you here also. <laughs> hey, Tom. <laughs> Donkey. Uh, hey, uh, I want to thank uh, Dr. John Adine last hour at the bottom, the bottom half of last hour. I actually guess it was the second half of last hour for joining us. So uh, it's, it's fun having guests back again. Oh, yes. uh, yeah. It's fun having guests back again because... Uh, Especially Dr. John. Oh, Dr. John is wonderful. Dr. And by the way, Dr. John, you were the first official guest this week of coming back out of quarantine. We did a test one last week, and Jared was wonderful. Uh, we finally got it. Now we got everything, we, we've got everything done. We're back live on the, on, on the live feed. We are, mm-hmm. we're, up, uh, we're up here uh, even, live even, with, with, the local, with the local station. And even providing uh, premium content. Premium content, yeah. Well, we're actually going to start throwing out a little bit more premium content as it goes. We've actually gotten requests for more premium content, um, whether that's, uh, you know, commentary from me and, or, you know, just commentary from Earl or, uh, you know, the ravings of a madman from Kevin, whatever it happens to be. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's going. That's what's wrong. I forgot <laughs> my morning meds. That's <laughs> be able to offer some more uh, premium content uh, during, during the week. Uh, uh, even been uh, approached a couple times now about to, Perhaps an hour daily show, so we'll see how that goes. We'll see how that goes. They, let's just say I'm just not gonna, it. No, 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 no. They got no, to, no, they, no. Look at me. Uh, uh, you lose. We got to yeah. see what the chickens say because they're offering bucks, 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 uh, bucks. No, bucks, bucks, bucks. I got day job. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> it's on our coat of arms. We got to eat. <laughs> we got to eat. We got to eat. Best. You see the size of me? Yeah, I got to eat. Is that? Is that? Checkers or Taco Bell? Best, best, uh, checkers. checkers, yeah. <laughs> you know, best fast food slogan ever. Yeah, you got to eat. Let's just break it down to all honesty. It's 3 a.m. We got a 99 cent hamburger. You're kind of drunk. <laughs> you got to eat. You got to eat. <laughs> That's why I like, uh, you know, throw, throw a little love to uh, one of the tactical gear prov- uh, providers out there. Uh, I knew someone that was very high up in the inner workings of Camelback. Okay. They came up with a very, very appropriate slogan: "Hydrate or die." I love that. Yeah, yeah. And we said that for for years and years in the army: "Hydrate or die." And I remember being at a uh, my daughter's soccer game probably six, seven years ago, and somebody said, "Oh, it's hot out there. They need to drink." And I said, "I know. Hydrate or die." And he was like, "Well, that's kind of extreme, isn't it?" <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, I didn't, didn't realize. Yeah. Didn't even realize." I was it's it was the truth. Yeah. Uh, was it, what do they say? That escalated quickly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly right. Um, hey, this is uh, this is Memorial Day weekend. Yes, it is. Uh, we'd like to give you the first hour without uh, without uh, hugging at the tart, tugging at the heartstrings. So we're we're going to give it to you a little bit did this he time. Did you just say hugging at the tart? I did. Yeah, whatever. I did. Yeah. But at least I didn't say gliding slash doors. Oh. Okay. So. Hey, don't get any blood on me, Kevin, <laughs> when you smack him. It's honest. <laughs> the, uh, that's Kevin. I've had a brain injury. Yeah, yeah. You're going to know what it feels like in Several. just a brain, little brain. while. <laughs> He's had a brain injury. About, about 502. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah, a, probably, no, I, well, you know what? I don't want to get blood on the new paint right. in here, so I may wait till he steps outside. And if he steps off this huge deck that's on here, then his head and my head will be the same height, and I can smack him even. <laughs> Don't let him kid you, folks. His brain injury is that he's been married twice. Ooh. <laughs> uh, let's see here. I mean, that'll do it. That'll Yours do it. is. You still are. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the uh, 
Memorial Day is, is you know, Earl, she heard us. <laughs> Earl, the difference between, what's the difference between Memorial Day and uh, Veterans Day? The difference between the, those two is Veterans Day celebrates those that are currently in, currently or previously in the service of the United States. Who lived through it. Yes. Basically, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Memorial Day honors those that have died during their service for the United States. Yeah. Let me, let me give you a... Um, Don't thank a veteran on Memorial Day. No. Because that's kind of rude. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of... It's kind of rude. The, uh, let me give you some total U.S. deaths here, just so you know. American Revolutionary War, and this is when we talk about and we think about, man, the entire, you know, the beginning of what we are started with, mm-hmm. the, with the Revolutionary War. Combat deaths, that's what I'm going to give you. Total combat deaths, U.S., 8,000. Wow. 8,000. Now, there were another 17,000 deaths because... Listen, if you got wounded, yeah, it wasn't a lot of, yeah. wasn't a lot of yeah. chances of, well, let's saw it off, you know, yeah, which was basically the treatment. You it, know? it could have been simply, you know, to, to borrow a Monty Python uh, slogan, it's merely a flesh wound. <laughs> but back in yeah. that day, yeah. that pretty much was a death sentence. Yeah, the, the, the total U.S. deaths was, was accred- it's accredited at 25,000. Uh, jumping forward, War of 1812, looking at about 15,000. Mexican-American War, just over 13,000. Civil War, and now this counts both sides. Yes, because uh, both sides it, were American. They, they 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 were American, yeah. And there's a, uh, it was a lot of bloodshed. Six hundred and fifty-five thousand total wow. between both sides. Wow. Um, jumping down to the Spanish-American War, just over, just under twenty-five hundred. Philippine-American War, which was the extension of the Spanish-American War, which was just over four thousand. World War One. Now remember what Civil War was was six hundred fifty-five thousand. World War One. Hundred sixteen thousand. Yeah. Well, okay. we, we weren't the only country involved. We were. In that. We were not. We were not. And in fact, in Civil War, we were both countries involved. In yeah. That. And, yeah. And also, too, I, I just came across something that uh, World War One was considered the gentleman's war. It was. They actually took uh, firefight breaks. Yes, they did. Uh, they they took holiday holiday breaks. Yes, they did. Uh, yeah. I, the the where I was reading about this, there was one. It was. Uh, there were French soldiers and German soldiers involved in this incident. A French soldier was stuck in the mud, and the German soldiers are over there help pulling him out. Yep, absolutely. World War II, 405,000 killed in combat. Korean War, 36,000. Vietnam War, just over 58,000. Um, we know in, at a Gulf War, remember in 294. Uh, currently sitting in the war in Afghanistan. Oh, let me let me clarify. Yes, that's just just two hundred ninety four. Two hundred ninety four. Didn't forget that there are no. two hundred ninety four thousand. No, no. Okay, two hundred ninety four. War in Afghanistan, uh, twenty two hundred and sixteen. Okay. The war in Iraq, forty four hundred and ninety seven. Which Grenada. is a total of uh, uh, Grenada was three, I believe. I'd, I'd have to pull that one for you, Kevin. I, I don't know if you didn't annotate. I remember yeah. that weekend. I, 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 so we're looking at a total of just under, or just over 13 and a half million U.S. deaths uh, from combat. You listen to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the uh, Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios, location Bravo. We'll be back after the break. The Keltec PMR30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. 
Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, Gun Tech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love bourbon? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love whiskey? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love America? Boundary Oak Distillery. Then you'll love Boundary Oak Distillery. With names like Patton Armored Diesel, Sinful 69, and Lincoln Straight Bourbon, you can't go wrong. Boundary Oak Distillery. Located in the hills of central Kentucky, Boundary Oak Distillery is the first licensed distillery in Hardin County since Prohibition. Boundary Oak Distillery. Boundary Oak Distillery is a proud supporter of military service members and their families. Boundary Oak Distillery. Learn more today about Boundary Oak Distillery and where you can get some at BoundaryOakDistillery.com. That's BoundaryOakDistillery.com. Boundary Oak Distillery. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call. 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Mike. The following segment is brought to you by Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you like bourbon? Do you like America? Then you're going to love Boundary Oak Distillery. Check them out today at BoundaryOakDistillery.com. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios, location Bravo. 
we have uh, we have three topics and two segments remaining. Uh, Major Bill's got a segment. He's going to take that off on by his own. Um, so, gentlemen, I'm going to go around the room here real quick. Let's see what everybody wants. We have uh, the Marine Corps and their new handgun. We have uh, the TSA, which is just, you know, you know, you know, you know what that's going to entail. Um, and then we have the ATF. Oh, we have four topics. We have the ATF uh, uh, nominee, and then we have the shooting in Las Vegas. So we have four topics to cover, two segments to go. What is your vote? ATF and Vegas. ATF and Vegas. Vegas and ATF. Vegas and ATF. <laughs> Got to be right, different, right, Vegas don't you? Vegas and ATF. Based on seniority of years, we'll go with Vegas first. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go with Vegas first. So seniority of years, you're older than that, me. That means you win. You win. <laughs> Both of you combined. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Vegas, uh, Las Vegas. Las Vegas. Let's bring this story up. Let's see what we got. Viva Las Viva. Vegas. Las Vegas. You know, um, we, uh, I, I've never been to, I don't think you had either. Have you ever been to Vegas before we went to SHOT Show? Yes. I'd never been out there before prior to SHOT Show. And mm-hmm. I know people get the, a little tired of us talking about SHOT Show, but... Uh, You've been to Vegas during Shot Show. You need to go. Yeah. But trust me, you can get in. You, you, you may, you, everybody else does. You may not be able to get in, but uh, you, you just find somebody that says, no, 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 he's a presenter or he's an employee or you get in. You get I in. saw somebody get in and his official industry credentials said brass sweeper. Brass sweeper, yeah. There you go. I like that. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, you never, you never know. never know. There's a lot of brass there. Yeah. There's a lot of brass. Yeah. Las Vegas gun owner recalls deadly shootout. His quote, this is the one that the Fox thought would be the, the best quote for him, was, I got all my hits. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, okay, uh, Fox, um, you may want to find a slightly better you know, lead-in to this one. Yeah, but, uh, that might not present the best light. Let, let, let's see if perhaps at the end of this story you know, we, uh, we have the same quote we want to give. Uh, there's the, the shooters and the, excuse me, the bad guy shooter and the good guy shooter uh, out there in Las Vegas now. Start at the beginning of this story. Yes, in, it started in Las Vegas. No, start at the beginning of his story. Oh, of his story. Okay. He, he and his. He and his. He and his people. His significant other. Years of training helped prepare a Las Vegas gun owner for a shootout last month, resulting in the death of an attacking gunman. Uh, it's, his name is B.J. Baldwin, defensive pistol pistol practitioner. He's also a champion off-road racer. He is a champion off-road racer. He, uh, he, he said uh, he and his girlfriend had just grabbed a late-night dinner at the, uh, at, the, at the Whataburger. And if you've been to Vegas... Uh, it wasn't Whataburger. It was In-N-Out oh, Burger. Oh, In-N-Out Burger. In-N-Out wow. Burger. Sacrilege. Oh, my gosh. I mean, hit me. Hit me. Hold your hand up. Hit Tom me. got on to me for saying bad words. Hit me. I know. I, just, I went straight to, I'm just not used to having an In-N-Out Burger. You know? I know. Uh, it was a late-night dinner at an In-N-Out Burger restaurant. By the way, if you've been to Vegas... For more than two days, you've had a late night dinner at an In-N-Out Burger. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I wore a very nice suit one time. You yes, did. You, you, yes, did. you did. You did. You did. Yes, you did. Earl was with me. Yeah. And and, and I. It's yeah. a good thing we were in public. I did look good, didn't I? Yes, <laughs> you did. did. Yes, look good. you did. Uh, he was in a parking lot catching up on some emails and social media when the ordeal began about 1.46 in the morning back in April. He said his girlfriend noticed two hooded men pointing a gun at her and charging in her direction from across the parking lot. One was able to alert him, excuse me, once she was able to alert him, the men were still about 15 yards away, which is, what, 45 feet, uh, with the gun pointed at her and smiling. That's what she kept saying, his name, and he kept 
looking at his yeah, phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes, BJ, 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 BJ. He finally was, said it in such a way as to, she got his attention, and I, I expect that there were some adjectives added yeah. into that. Um, but he did look up. Yeah, um, upon sensing the danger and the warning signs from his girlfriend, uh, Baldwin said he pulled his, his license-concealed firearm, uh, and the shooting broke out. The gunman fired two shots at his girlfriend and six shots at Baldwin, he said. Now, listen, that's, I guess they must have been standing more than a foot or two apart. Otherwise, I think they were on either side of the car. Okay, so, yeah. so, so that's probably, probably how they know one went to... I think they were on either side of the truck. And I think that's why he didn't realize what she was saying. Right, because they weren't together. She wasn't doing the nudge thing. Yeah, yeah. grabbing your hand or hanging on your wrist or punching you in the elbow. Right. Uh, he says, I knew there was a high probability that, we'd be, that uh, he would miss because I was returning fire and getting hits on him. I wish I wasn't at the wrong place at the wrong time, but I'm glad it was me instead of a less skilled defensive pistol practitioner. Uh, the gunman died after being hit with, guess how many shots this guy put into him? I read the article, so I know how many. You can still guess. Guess wrong. All of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ten rounds. In the shootout that Baldwin estimated lasted about four seconds. Each shot Baldwin fired at the gunman hit its target, including nine to the chest and one to, quote, the central nervous system, quote. <laughs> I think we refer to that in the industry as the apricot. Yeah, the apricot. That would be the, uh, the melon. Bing! That would be the, the T-square. That's, right. yeah, right. the, that's the line you draw. That's the, the line you draw from your, uh, your upper teeth to the, your unibrow, and then go left and right on, along your eyes. Unibrow? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, this guy, you know, in Vegas, he did. Oh, okay. He did. Uh, earlier this month, the Clark District Attorney's Office, uh, they said it was a clear case of self-defense shooting. Uh, Baldwin said that one of the tenants for defensive pistol practitioners should never use your weapon unless there's no other option. Listen, if, if somebody's coming at you from 45 feet away and even beyond, and they're two hooded people and they have a firearm, that's a situation to use your firearm in defense. Yeah, yeah, Especially exactly. if they're already presenting yeah. and targeting yeah. your girlfriend. Yes. What they did is they took it off of her and put it on him. Yeah. And yeah. then she said something, and they put it back on her. Yeah. And that's when he went, uh, pop goes the weasel. Yeah. Here's Here's thing, my chance. The thing he didn't do, yep. he didn't shoot the unarmed guy. Very good point. He didn't shoot the unarmed guy. I don't know what the unarmed guy did. Throw himself to the ground, run screaming in the a other whole direction. Oh, but you know, no, no. Here, now here's what I got from reading it, Kevin. And it, it, there was two armed men. Um, One armed I, man, two men together. Okay, it, I, I'm not clear from reading the story whether the second man was armed or not. I, I don't I get do, the I know that he had a firearm. Okay, I know the guy that started shooting. As soon as he started to shoot, Mr. Baldwin returned the favor and shot back at him. Right. That's when the other guy said. Bye. Yeah, not, not where I want to be. I'm out. <laughs> yeah. Whether he was armed or not, he chose not to, to be there. Yeah. Now, he's going to spend the rest of his life in prison. Oh, for, for felony murder. For felony Absolutely. murder. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he's responsible for the death of yeah. his partner in crime. Yeah, yeah. So he chose to, uh, to D.D. Bow. He chose to, he chose to vacate the area. Uh, that so, would be Vietnamese. Yeah, yes, yes. Uh, he, uh, he, he, he left. Now... The, the suspect, 43 years old, uh, Joseph Smith, the dead suspect, was apparently upset about an earlier issue at a gun store, uh, as reported by the local news out there. The second suspect was his brother. He told police that he had a feeling Smith was going to do something stupid. Well, on the, on the scale of stupid, this is like an eight, you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. The, only, I mean the only thing higher than this is 
like jumping off the building when there's no other possibility of another victim. You know, <laughs> yeah. this guy, this guy chose to involve others, so I give him an eight on a stupid scale. Yeah. Oh. Baldwin Forty said he takes firearm training seriously and hopes that those with concealed carry permits take inspiration from the story to undergo more training. Let's talk about more training, Earl. And what should people be taking? More training. And there you go, folks. <laughs> Just like that, take more training. No, At least you didn't say. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> There's two words, not thinking. just one. That's what I was going for. <laughs> no, uh, like, like golf, one of the best things you can do for, for yourself is professional training. Yeah. It's a, uh, and like golf, you're never going to beat the game. No, no, no. Um, shooting is a, is a perishable skill. Yes. Uh, you, you you may think you're the you're the pro at it and you're the expert at it and we, we and we right here we've told it to you folks we get to the point where you lose track of time you know life gets in the way you don't have the opportunity mm-hmm. to go there um, and and that skill's gone and you're out there and you're like man why am I off to the left oh I'm jerking or I'm pushing or I'm doing whatever you could you could you could supplement a lot of that with like with with things like a uh, like a cert laser training pistol but it still doesn't take it still doesn't give you everything that you have at the range. The cert is 80%. You still need 20% put an actual lead on target. Right. Yeah. How, how many months ago uh, was it you and I jumped into that uh, steel match that we found locally? Oh, yeah. The, yeah. And uh, we, um, we were not as well-trained as some of the others there. You. Yeah. And, and, and unfortunately, I'm also sad to say, too, that's probably the last time I shot as well. There's another one coming up. I just looked at it. All right. Yeah, I was going to see what you were doing. All right. Yeah, yeah. You do some uh, a steel challenge and a bowling pin challenge. I'm I'm, I'm dropping lead on targets in my backyard. You do, you do. You got the room for it. Yeah. I don't. Hey, you're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios location. Bravo. We get back. Major Bill. Make your tactical rifle tactical and accessorize it with the latest gear from GunTech USA. Family-owned and operated, GunTech USA manufactures tactical accessories for AR-15 and AR-308 platform-style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality accessories for American shooting sports' favorite rifles. Choose GunTech USA for pistol grips, flash hiders, tactical scope mounts, slings, compensators, iron sights, and more. Keep your AR rifle cool under fire with GunTech USA's new free-floating handguards. To locate a dealer near you, or to check out their vast selection of parts, accessories, and gun tech swag, visit GUNTECUSA.com. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or have it done, make your tactical rifle tactical. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech USA, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment, the National Rifle Association, and the Wounded Warrior Project. Online at GUNTECUSA.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for 27 years and counting. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Earl. The Fallen Heroes segment of Arms Room Radio is proudly brought to you by MaxLawOrlando.com. Army 
specialist Jason D. Fingar died May 22, 2010, serving during Operation Enduring Freedom. Fingar, 24, of Columbia, Missouri, was assigned to the 4th Battalion, 23rd Infantry Regiment, 5th Striker Brigade Combat Team, 2nd Infantry Division, Joint Base Lewis-McChord in Washington State. He was killed in action in Durai, Afghanistan, of wounds sustained when his military vehicle struck an improvised explosive device. Fingar enlisted September 17, 2008 in St. Louis and received his initial training at Fort Knox, Kentucky. His brigade deployed to Afghanistan in July of 2009. This was his first deployment. Army Specialist Jason D. Fingar, you are not forgotten. Folks, I hope you are enjoying both your Memorial Day weekend and the pandemic. Uh, if you've run into some problems with your significant other and you want to talk about solution paths and what your options are, I am giving free consultations and family law proceedings so that we can help you ascertain whether or not your marriage is in fact irretrievably broken. Uh, give us a shout, 407. 480-2179 or 407-467-4960 and I will sit down and talk to you about what the options are. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you again for sponsoring the Fallen Heroes segment. It's a Memorial Day weekend, folks, just as Kevin said, so let's, uh, let's make sure we uh, remember all of those fallen uh, that, that, that we're here continuing to enjoy our freedom today uh, and enjoying that freedom don't, don't let them take too much away from you during the pandemic. And uh, don't forget also, take advantage of Kevin's little, uh, little, little, little coupon there. You know, get you, get, you some, uh, get you some free advice about how to, how to get rid of a spouse. That's a buck fifty yeah. a piece. Yeah, exactly, right. Things. Speaking of getting rid of a spouse, um, let's welcome on the line with us. We have the chief law enforcement officer of Arms Room Radio. He has taken advantage of Kevin's services. Oh, yeah. He gets, he, a, he gets a bulk rate discount Yeah, he, can, he could probably give you a little, give you a little Every, referral Everything there, after you know, five, a, you get a... You get a free toaster. Please welcome back to the program the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio, Major Bill. Ground control to Major Bill. Hey, gentlemen. How are you doing today? Oh, and Kevin, too. How are you all doing? Oh, oh, oh. Bam. You know, they asked me a little while ago if I had your phone number. We would call you, make sure you were ready. And I said, no, but I got all his wives' numbers. <laughs> oh, that's a class action suit right there. That's, that's enough for a class action. Yeah. Oh, I can certify hey, class. Listen, listen. The check cleared, didn't I? <laughs> it it did. <laughs> okay then. That's all you need to say further. <laughs> that's why I have you on retainer. All right, Major. Well, you know, this one. Uh, you know, attorney-client uh, privilege, uh, confidentiality. There, you know. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of that. Break, you're talking about breaking a leg there, you know what I'm saying? Shut up, <laughs> shutting up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, because you know, every time I uh, I mention MacFarlando.com or you know, uh, see the the cell phone numbers, I'm supposed to get a twenty dollar credit. Twenty dollar credit, just like that. There you go. Yeah, uh, the rate you're going, <laughs> you'll be even by the time you're a hundred. <laughs> <laughs> that was that metric hundred or a U.S. hundred. U.S. hundred. U.S. hundred. Okay. Um, U.S. hundred. Okay. All right. We're good. Major, We're good. How, how are things going in the world of law enforcement today? Uh, things are are going swimmingly, and by swimmingly, I mean it's chaos uh, down here in South Florida. We are, you know, finally opening up uh, with the the governor's plan, the the phase one implementation, 
and the idiocy that abounds. Uh, you would think that people have been uh, locked up for 10 weeks uh, and that you know, now they're out there running amok. Um, you know, you can go to the beaches, but you can't sunbathe. Um, okay. Uh, I don't know how that makes sense, but all right. You know. My prediction so was, uh, and, I, and I think I'm right, my prediction was, whereas everybody said, listen, everybody's going to be so much nicer and, and grateful and, and happy and, and gentle with each other. My prediction was, no, this is going to be Black Friday. This is going to be, they let me out of the house, and they're selling TVs at Walmart for a nickel. Yes, pretty but There's much. only two uh, of them. Although yeah. I, do, I, I do have to say that there are some good people out there. There are some kind people out there, but uh, don't want to take that away. I, I have seen random acts of kindness going on out there, uh, but then I have also seen some utter stupidity. Yeah, uh, so, you know, it's, it's, it's hand in hand. Very good, sir. So, um, what do you have for us this fine day? Well, you know, I was, I was out there on the old uh, interwebs uh, looking at, at interesting stories, um, and I found one of a Florida man. It, it has to be a Florida man, uh, <laughs> but it's it's. Let's jump on the old Google Earth and head out to Washington State uh, oh, nice. and the Kennewick, yes, the Kennewick Police Department. Yeah. <laughs> But I think he has Florida man blood. It's just, it's, oh, and, and you'll understand why. Okay, so the Kennewick Police Department said that 42-year-old William Kelly was at a store one Sunday morning around 6 a.m. doing nefarious things. You know, like taking stuff that doesn't belong to him. That's nefarious. Uh, I'll give him that, yeah. Okay, yeah, it's just nefarious. So he's out there doing, you know, doing the, you know, a, a dirty deed. Uh, which, as I understand, under COVID, are, is no longer done dirt cheap. It's going to cost you. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. But well, the cost of he's out there and he's... Inflation. Yeah. Well, well, yeah. So he's out there. Uh, he's stealing some stuff, and he parks his uh, his 1992 Chevy pickup truck uh, in, in the parking lot there <laughs> as he goes to do his nefarious deed. Right. Well, there, as we all well know, both on the law enforcement and the legal side, there is no honor among thieves. No, there is not. Uh, so uh, another nefarious individual rides by on his 10-speed, and he looks into uh, the pickup truck and Mr. Kelly's pickup truck and notices, hey, the keys are sitting on the seat. Well, <laughs> it's Washington. It's probably raining or snowing. Right, Trump, yeah. So he yeah. says, you know what? A truck is better than a bike, yeah. but I don't want to give up my bike. So he throws his bike in the bed of the truck. <laughs> jumps in, in, into the truck and takes off. <laughs> so he steals Mr. Kelly's pickup truck. Well, Mr. Kelly comes out with his uh, uh, illegally obtained goods from the store uh, and realizes that his truck's gone. And so what does he do? He quotes Bill Murray from Stripes and says, we had a car waiting. <laughs> <laughs> Almost. He calls the police. <laughs> he told the police, "Somebody stole my dope. <laughs> Somebody stole my pickup truck." Well, the police come out there, and of course, they notice on the stores. You know, it, it's uh, oh, there's surveillance video. Let's let's look at the surveillance video and see if we can see who stole the truck. And they see the you know this other guy ride up on the bike and do everything that I write. Well, they also had video from inside the store, <laughs> and it's inside the store where they see where Mr. Kelly had been stealing. So uh, they, they go to Mr. Kelly and say, all right, we'll take the report for the truck, but you're going to have to come with us in reference to burglary. 
Uh, that's what they charge him out there in Washington. Uh, what? And, I'm a victim. Course, what? Yeah, it, the, yeah, you're a victim, all right. You're a victim of circumstance, and it, it finally caught up with you, and we call that karma. Uh, so he was arrested not only for the, uh, the burglary charge in Washington, but he also had an outstanding warrant. Go figure. Um, of course he did. And, by the and way, no valid yeah. driver's license, I'm sure, also. <laughs> and the dope and, stance uh, was not uh, his. At the time of this report, they still have not found his pickup truck. (laughs) These aren't my pants. Listen, one thing I know, if you're riding a bicycle at 10 speed along and you decide this sucks, a 28-year-old Chevy pickup truck will do the trick. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. Every day. Every day. Listen, you know, part of being a professional thief is maintaining the quality of your gear. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, exactly right. And listen, i got to give it to the guy that rode a bike. He doesn't know how well this pickup truck rides. This thing might go a half mile and break down again. Put the bike in the back of the truck, just like this guy did. That way you got to, you still got to ride. If this one breaks Absolutely. down, you got to ride. There you go. So, you can keep on trucking. So I think the real hero here is the guy on the bicycle. <laughs> the truck. <laughs> well, you know, when you upgrade from a 10-speed to a, you know, a 5-speed. <laughs> I'm going to absolutely be able to defend this kid. I realized what he was doing. I didn't have the ability to actually intervene. So the best that I could do was render his escape ineffective. There's his defense right there. Yeah, man. Folks, we talked to you earlier about wonderful, incredible defenses. Could you and imagine I, and that? And I got this story cold. Yeah. And I already came up with something. <laughs> He's already got the defense. <laughs> Your Honor, I was just trying to stop that guy from uh, burglarizing and robbing that gas station. If that guy's out there, he may want to contact, uh, you know, <laughs> Kevin. Back you know, with, with the Cooper. Yeah. He's riding a 10-speed bike. I don't think he's got the necessary remuneration. (laughs) Well, no, he can sell that pickup truck. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Uh, Major, thank you for joining us again, sir, and please, please be safe out there. (laughs) Absolutely. And all my brothers and sisters, and remember, wear your vest, wear your seatbelt, wear your PPE, check your sticks, and always go home at the end of your shift. You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. The guys will see you right after the break. The Caltech GMR30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Caltech. See more at caltechweapons.com. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! Thank you for calling Next Level Training. This is Jen. How can I help you today? Hi, Jen. This is Mike. Is this the home of the Next Level Training CERT SIRT training pistol? It sure is. Jen, do you have military discounts? Of course. How about law enforcement discounts? Law enforcement and military always receive 20% off at Next Level Training. Wow, that's awesome. What about if I'm an instructor? We also have specific packages designed exactly for instructors. Jen, what if I want to buy a lot of them all at once? Yeah, we offer volume pricing. Are the CERT pistols made in America? Right here in Washington State. Do the CERT pistols have a warranty? All of our CERT training pistols come with a one-year warranty. 
How can I purchase one? You can purchase one online anytime at nextleveltraining.com, or you can purchase one over the phone with me. Jen, can you answer one last question for me? Yeah. Will you go to the prom with me? Not a chance. Thanks for calling, though. If you want your very own CERT SIRT training pistol, just go to nextleveltraining.com. That's nextleveltraining.com. And be sure to tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Earl. The following segment is brought to you by Snag Mag. Snag Mag is the premier concealment holster for your magazine. Check them out today at snagmag.com. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios, location Bravo. Location Bravo, here we go. Uh, I want to thank uh, Major, Major Bill, last segment, for joining us, and then, of course, uh, uh, Dr. John Adine for joining us last hour. Please go to drgo.us, drgou.us. That's uh, Doctors for Responsible Gunship. 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 I've got gunship on the brain. That's Doctors for Responsible Gun Ownership. ownership. Gun Ownership. I'm good with, there's a ship in there somewhere. I'm, there, yeah. I'm good with a gunship. I'm good with a gunship, too. And then there's 2adocs.com. If you want to be able to enjoy the Second Amendment rights that you have and still go to a doctor, they'll pair you up with a doc that doesn't freak out when he says, oh, hold on, let me check your, let me check your pulse here real quick. And he, and he feels your gun and then goes, ah, there's a gun, there's a gun. This doc's going to go, what is that? Is that, a, is that a hog holster? What do you got there? What do you got yeah. there? Yeah. There's a pearl handle grip. Yeah, exactly. Exactly right there. Ivory. 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 Um, so uh, thank you to them for pre-band. joining us. Yeah. Pre-band ivory. Pre-band. Pre-band. Yeah, yeah, pre-band. Pre-band. Exactly right. Pre-historic. Exactly right. So let's see. Um, which, which story we were going to go with? We went with ATF. No, we went with Vegas. Now Vegas. we go with ATF. Now we're going with ATF. Now we're going with ATF. Okay. The, um, the, the current, well, the previous, previous, I guess as of a week ago, the nominee for ATF uh, to be the new head of ATF as put forth by the Trump administration, uh, Chuck Canterbury. Now, this has been going on for six months. Six months he's been sitting on it, I think it is? Probably. Seems uh, like. Should we tell everybody why this is a big deal to Mike? Uh, well, well, we all are in the, in the industry. You're, and afraid, all, you're afraid of the ATF. And we all, we're, we're all afraid <laughs> of the ATF. And you're real afraid of the Canterbury Tower. <laughs> um, I remember when I first started working for Mike at the arms room, whenever I, you know, get a phone call and either I can't remember specifically if it was caller ID or they identified themselves. I used to kind of pucker up a little bit when, you know, Oh, Oh, it's the ATF. And then, you know, three weeks into it. Oh, Hey, what's up? How's it going? (laughs) Though the one that did make me pucker up the most is, you know, I was, I was in charge of the class three items, you know, the short barrel shotguns, the machine guns and all the stuff like that. The happy switches, you know, filing the paperwork. Yep. 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 What made me did pucker up the most is when they called up asking about <laughs> a, had a question on a serial number. I remember this, and it was a serial number I had for my personal yeah. SBR zero zero seven four. What's wrong with that? Huh? He said, "Uh, yeah, it's it's missing a zero. Oh, all right. 
Okay, we can fix that. And it was Earl's. It was Earl's gun. It was. A, it was a. Listen, like you, uh, I have. I have a set of set of serial numbers that uh, that I, everything that comes across my desk. That yeah, can, we can, we can, know to automatically just set that right. aside. You have the same thing, with, and that was your football number seven four. Yeah, it's my jersey. Yeah. Uh, fo- football jersey I was in high going school. For the double oh seven thing. Nah. Too cliche. Too. Cause everybody collects double oh seven, right? Except for Bond, James Bond. He wants no ties to who he really is. I like Agent 99 and Agent 86. Oh, there you, there you go. go. There you go. That's, 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 I, yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Well, the ATF had a, uh, had a well, let's, let's give you this. Nearly one year ago after a disastrous Senate confirmation hearing, President Trump on Tuesday withdrew his nomination of Chuck Canterbury to lead the ATF. President last year nominated Mr. Canterbury, who's the current national president of the Fraternal Order Police, to head the ATF. But after ranking senators on both sides of the aisle uh, with evasive answers during a confirmation hearing last July, Mr. Canterbury's nomination had been languishing. And, and folks, you were there for us. We told you that this guy was a, was, a, was, a, was a gun seizure guy. And we told you and asked you to call your Senate, to call your senators, uh, to call the Senate and call your senators and, and tell them, no, no, this is not the guy we want. This, is a, this guy's a gun grabber. Um, he is law enforcement, and you know how pro-law enforcement we are. We are, we are the absolute top of pro-good law enforcement that you're going to find. You also know that if you get bad law enforcement, we're going to call them on the table. Um, this guy happens to be one of those guys. This is a, oh, you want me to, you want me to seize guns? Okay, I'll seize guns. Which means... I he, support the Second Amendment, but... He's not a... He's not a uh, uh, he does not believe in, in the Constitution. I'm sorry. Listen, if, you, if you're willing to go seize guns because, well, they told me to seize them, well, you might as well speak, be speaking German. You know? one of these guys I'm just doing that, my job. One of these guys that says, well, the Constitution is from the 1700s, and this law is current. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we have to follow this law because it's the most recent application of the law. I love the logic. of. I've heard that logic. Well, that law is old, but this one's the new law. This is the new, yeah. Well, the president uh, on the, this past Tuesday finally pulled the plug on Canterbury after some Republican senators signaled he had little chance of being confirmed. They let him know, hey, not happening. You could bring this guy back around. You could put him in a fancy dress. You could, uh, you could have a circus behind him. He could be on a little, a little horse with a bow in its hair. He's not getting confirmed, no matter what. Nope. Uh, Senate Judiciary Committee Chairman uh, Lindsey Graham from South Carolina said uh, last fall, Mr. Canterbury's confirmation vote was going to be very problematic. Uh, I'll, I'll have That's who needs to be head of the ATF. Lindsey Graham? Lindsey Graham. I would say Lindsey Graham or uh, uh, who was the prosecutor from South Carolina? Who Trey Gowdy. Was, Trey Gowdy, thank you. Thank you. Lost, lost the name of my head. Yeah, that would be another one. And, you know, Trey, but Trey doesn't want to do that. Trey, like, like we're bros. We hang. Um, <laughs> you smell that? Yeah, what is that? That's, uh, that's uh, eight years from now, him being president. That's what that is. Yeah, yeah, at, 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 a, at a minimum. Or, you know, it, it's, a, it's a department chair uh, or, or chairmanship after the election here, you know, coming back around. Perhaps the next... Uh, I don't know, head of the ATF, attorney general, uh, you know, uh, secretary of state. Yeah, yeah. It would be, be a yeah. good place yeah. for him to... Yeah, exactly you know, right. Yeah, it's a step for him. Start building the resume, you it's know a, what I'm saying? It's a step for him. Uh, the nomination was on the committee's agenda, agenda until it broke for a two-week recess past October. Once the recess ended, Mr. Canterbury's name disappeared from the committee's schedule. Republicans hold a 12 to 10 majority on the committee, so unless Democrats are willing to cross over to support him, 
an unlikely scenario, he does not have the votes to clear the committee. So, so he can't get elect. He can't get confirmed if he says he's going to take the guns because the Republicans won't approve him, and he can't get confirmed by the Democrats unless he promises he's going to take all the guns. He can't hedge his bets right. because then he can't get a nomination confirming. Give you a little quote here. You know, uh, uh, Secretary, excuse me, uh, Senator John Kennedy from Louisiana, not the other John Kennedy. We've talked about him before as well. Uh, John Kennedy from Louisiana, he said, I like straight answers, and you're being evasive, Mr. Canterbury. Uh, you have been nominated to run ATF. I think every member of this panel, both Democratic friends and Republican friends who have feelings about the Second Amendment, are entitled to know both morally and legally what you believe. The exasperated senator repeatedly pressed Mr. Canterbury to name any gun ownership restrictions he might support. Mr. Canterbury said he wasn't familiar enough with ATF policies to know if he could even implement restrictions. He said, Senator Kennedy said, if you're not familiar with the process running the ATF, uh, then, then you're not qualified to be here. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you, you kind of read that book before you come for yeah. that exam. Right, right. Yes. You don't come take that test without having reviewed the subject matter. I, as I say, I, I think I've already read a chapter or two of it. Or no, you have written a chapter or two <laughs> of it. Let's say that. I would say it's more of a chapter or two has been rewritten, rewritten. on account of yeah, Earl. There you go. Let's, yeah. let's just say that. Earl, Earl was uh, big enough in the industry here locally where uh, yeah, yeah, where, where he, a difference he, was made. You know how you guys like to play stump the lawyer? Yeah. Earl used to like to play stump the ATF. Yeah. <laughs> And I want to And I get too. calls and going, did, did he, he did this? Mm, yeah, he did. But <laughs> yes, it's it's within the policy. Yeah. And? I, but we don't. I don't. But what? I, okay, let me ask you about my divorce. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, Tom, what do you want to know? <laughs> Just like that. So that's how it happens. So Mr. Canterbury's out. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll find out uh, who gets uh, who gets a uh, name gets run up there next. We'll see how that goes. I, I got to tell you, listen, we only got about thirty seconds left. The ATF is one of those agencies that has yet to go through an overhaul under this uh, this presidency. Uh, they they have they've continued. Give him to, time. He's yeah. got a lot of agencies to go through. Yeah, I, I know. I, I know. And you know, he could solve himself a lot of headaches if he would just. Have somebody call me. Yeah, <laughs> armsroomradio.com or check out maxballorlando.com. We can get your answers answered, your questions answered for you. I can square that ship away in 90 days. He said ship, FCC, he said ship with a P at the end. You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. Thank you to all our guests. Until next week, please exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you are ready, get ready. If you are ready, stay ready. Location Bravo. Remember, keep your head on a swivel. The Kel-Tec Sub-2000 semi-automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity, not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. Kel-Tec. See more at keltecweapons.com. 
If you carry concealed, how do you carry your backup magazine? On your belt? Loose in your pocket? Not at all? Snag Mag is the solution. It's the original concealed pocket magazine holster that looks like you're carrying a pocket knife. Concealed in plain sight and designed for a fast reload, you can be confident your backup ammo is exactly where you need it when you need it. Find your holster today at snagmag.com. That's snagmag.com because there's no such thing as extra ammo.